You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Calm Cove Podcast can help you sleep deeply all night long. Calm Cove has deeply relaxing meditation music and ambient sounds like ocean waves and crackling fires. All of our episodes are designed to help you relax and to fall asleep fast. Calm Cove is brought to you by the team behind Sleep Cove, the sleep podcast that consists of spoken word hypnosis, meditation and stories. So if you want to listen to a beautiful soundscape tonight, search for Calm Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see how we're helping millions of people relax and go to sleep every night. In a remote corner of Utah's Great Salt Lake, there's a large, peculiar spiral. It seems almost too perfect to be made from nature. And while it is made from nature, it was not created by nature. This massive installation of rock was created by an artist, Robert Smithson. It was an earthwork, an art installation made of natural materials, in this case 6,000 tons of black stone and earth dumped into the Great Salt Lake to form this spiral path jutting out onto the lake. And with all earthworks, the decay over time and the, the changes that happen because of the force of nature is a part of the work. This particular piece started off with black stones, and then for some period as the water levels rose, it was submerged. When the water level got down again, it re-emerged, but this time a bright white as it was encrusted with salt from the lake. I feel like who art ed? Who art ed? Mr. Wood art ed me. Either way, it it works on so many levels. I know. That's off to great start. Welcome to Who Arted, where we explore visual arts in an audio medium. I'm your host, Kyle Wood, and for this week's Fun Fact Friday, we're going to be talking about Robert Smithson's famous work, one of the few monumental works he was able to create in his short lifespan, Spiral Jetty. The 1960s was a turbulent time. In America, disillusionment over the war in Vietnam and the battles for equity on both racial and gender lines had people rethinking their roles in society. There was growing distrust in institutions, spawning the hippies and other subcultures to reject many social norms and seek to break away starting communes or returning to nature and living off the land. On the Apollo 8 mission in 1968, the astronaut William Anders snapped a photograph of the Earth rising over the moon. For the first time, people could see the world not as the vast expanse surrounding them, but see the far greater vastness surrounding the world. Suddenly, the Earth was smaller. People could see the Earth as a tiny blue marble, fragile, a little oasis in the vast and desolate space. It quite literally gave everyone a whole new perspective on our world. It was in this context of enormous upheaval of the social fabric and new perspective on our world, the universe, and our place within it, that artists started to rethink their role and relationships with galleries and other institutions. 
Many were disillusioned with the commercial aspects of the art world and wanted to find a way not only to put art into the world free of the gatekeepers of critics and curators, many young artists actually sought to make art out of the earth. This, of course, is nothing new. The earliest forms of art were made of natural materials. Ash and ochre spread across the stone face of cave walls. Glyphs have been etched into stone or miles-long stretches of desert, as in the case of the Nazca Lines, which I covered in a previous mini-episode. Robert Smithson decided to make monumental sculptures using perhaps the world's oldest material, the earth itself. But he used modern tools to shape it in a way and on a scale rarely seen. The spiral jetty is, as the name would suggest, a spiral. Part of what makes it special is the enormity of it. When encountering a work of art so massive, it cannot be taken in all at ground level. It needs to be seen from above or walked around and experienced. It is quite literally about changing your perception of the world around you. On the peninsula at Roselle Point on Utah's Great Salt Lake, Smithson created his most famous monumental sculpture using over 6,000 tons of black basalt rocks and earth from the site. The spiral forms a path out onto the lake. It's intended not only to be witnessed, but experienced. Walking the spiral would be an almost meditative act, similar to circumambulating or walking around a Hindu temple. The spiral allows people to walk out onto the lake, a small speck on the vast lake witnessing the entropy of nature as the water erodes the foundation. The gigantic piece built from thousands of tons of stone has been decaying from the moment it was built. It was a giant monument to nature demonstrating the concept of entropy. Smithson chose the spiral as his design because he wanted to get back to something sort of ancient and natural and tap into things that seem timeless and universal. The spiral has been seen in ancient rock glyphs made by the indigenous people of the Americas and in other parts of the world. But it goes far beyond our world. Smithson talked about the connection to spiral galaxies. It truly is a universal design. And it was born out of a time of social upheaval and changing norms in which people were rethinking the ways they related to both nature and the constructed environment. Now that I'm saying it out loud, I suppose it could easily be a description of pretty much any time period, as the only true constant is change. This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted, part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. If you found this tolerable, please leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week on social media at Who Arted Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and of course on the website whoartedpodcast.com. Podcast done.